Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on Starline by a bassist who brings energy to every show. Her debut release is Joyride. We welcome a ball of energy and once panned from the French Rose in Greenwich Village, Karina Reichman. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Great intro. Great intro. Loved it. Absolutely great, Karina. Let's go beyond the mic. You played in your first punk band in eighth grade, streamed over one million times on Spotify, and con promoters into letting you play underage. Why did music touch your heart and soul? Great question. I don't, I mean, you know, I feel like people have lots of proclivities towards different things, but, you know, to me, music was the only thing that made sense when I was young like that. And once I found it, I found my community, I found my friends. I found my people, you know, and it's one of those things where, you know, you can love music and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that much more than that. You know, music, you just shut your eyes and you're transported and there's so much to learn and there's so much to play and there's so many facets of it that I've been endlessly compelled by since I was a wee child. So I don't know. For me, it's, it's just what's always done it for me. Jam band legend Trey Anastasio from Fish produced Joyride. What was the first lesson of many you learned from this experience? Oh, my God. I mean, how much time do you have, Sean? It's, it's really one of those things where I could go on and on and on. Uh, Trey, the way he put so much care and effort and just tactfulness into, you know, helping with this record. He plays on five of the nine songs and helped so much with the arrangements and gave me the barn, which is his Vermont studio that he's had since the late nineties to work in. And with Bryce Goggin, who's made many, many, many records with Trey and with fish, it's, it's all just beyond words. So, you know, the selflessness, the care, just, you know, for the sake, you know, you watch this guy, he wakes up at six in the morning every day and just writes and writes and writes music for the love of it, you know? And, uh, that's wildly inspiring. And he is a, a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of joy and to get to soak in any of his perspectives and mentorship is, is beyond work. Have you reached over a hundred fish shows watched yet? Yeah. I've seen 140 fish shows. You're on a nationwide tour supporting Joyride. Which song is the one you want everyone to fall in love with? Is it trivial to say the title track, Joyride itself? I feel like Joyride, you know, it has... That isn't trivial. Yeah, I feel good about that one. That, you know, I mean, I feel good about all of them, but that one to me, you know, there's a reason that we named the record that. There's a reason that that was the single. There was, re- you know, that it just feels like an overarching emblem of what it all means you know and uh it's super bouncy jubilative dancy it's a feel-good summer song you know so i would say i would say fall in love with that one first and then uh let the world unfurl listen to all nine tracks and see where you get transported to karina reichman's latest release is joyride and she joins us for the rocky nate karina all this is eight random questions answer with the first thing that comes to your mind there is no pressure you used to be a photographer before your music career took off so I need to know, Canon or Nikon? Canon. What's the color of your first pick you ever played the bass with? Ooh, purple. Now, your mom shares a birthday with Joe Walsh and Dwayne Allman. What's your favorite thing about her? Her humor. She, I mean, yeah, do I, can I expound upon these or is it sure. just a one-word situation? Her, okay, great, fantastic, I love it. No, my, my mom is one of the funniest, most fun-loving people on this universe. And we just, like, you know, I'm an only child and she's, like you know somewhere between a mother and a sister 
and a best friend. I know it sounds corny, but it's kind of true. And we just, you know, if you let us out in public together, man, we are just cackling and falling to the floor, laughing and making everybody around us laugh. You know, anybody, if you, if we go to a store together, that cashier is in for a good time. <laughs> One thing that you have to take out on tour with you. Uh, my Nespresso machine. Really? What's your favorite flavor? Oh, it's called Kazar. K-A-Z-A-A-R. Uh, it used to be the strongest blend. I think they've one-upped it now, but honestly, anything stronger than a Kazar is bound to put you in the hospital. <laughs> it really, I mean, it's dark. It's really a good time, let me tell you. I don't, I don't, I like maybe drink like twice a year. I don't do any drugs, but man, I'm addicted to these bad boys. They really get me right. Just one a day. One a day will do you, but uh Really, a big fan of the Kazar. And uh, once I once I started bringing the Nespresso machine on tour, I've never looked back. Do you remember your SAT scores, especially after you burned your SAT books with your parents? <laughs> I think it was eighteen. Wait, no. Oh man, what's it out of? No, I really don't remember. But it was good enough to get into NYU. And uh, yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the English, I actually did have a perfect English score, and I had an abysmal math score. I remember that. And so it was one of those things that just, you know, ended up balancing out because the English was so good. And in all my essays and whatnot, it was very clear that I wanted nothing to do with math. <laughs> and uh, that I was very, very strong in one area and very, very weak in another. I think it all ended up uh, equaling out. And or you know equalizing, so that uh, math's still not still not so great for me, pal. But you know what? You just gotta lean into what you're good at. <laughs> you're a foodie, so what's the best place in New York that only the locals know of? Oh, it is called Cull and Pistol. It is the seafood restaurant in Chelsea Market. They have literally the freshest, finest seafood in Manhattan. They purvey all of the freshest seafood to all the Michelin starred restaurants across the city and they just put oysters Reichman on the menu and that let me tell you what it is Pop. best shit ever like literally this is like a dream come true this is one of the greatest achievements of my life and the oyster it's, it's a it's an oyster with a piece of uni that's sea urchin for those who don't know and trout roe and a little piece of 23-carat gold flake on top to match the gold bass guitar that I play with ponzu sauce. And boy, it is a hedonistic delight. And I hope you go to New York and order the Oysters Reichman for me. <laughs> Enjoy it so, so much. That is the hidden gem of the city. And I bring everyone there. And it is a very special place. And Chef Dave, shout out to Chef Dave Siegel who is not only one of the most talented seafood and, you know, beyond chefs in New York, he is also a dear friend and a wonderful improviser. How about your favorite fish deep cut? Oh, deep cut, huh? Deep cut. <laughs> Let me think about that for two seconds because I have a lot of great answers. <laughs> My favorite fish deep cut. I mean, it's not that deep, but the first thing that comes to mind, the first thought, best thought, Train song. Very cool. And it's a Mike Gordon's tune. And it's a really, it's just a great song, you know, and I feel like it doesn't get the recognition that it should. I don't know. I feel like every time they play Train Song, I get excited. And the it's one of those tunes that the studio recording of it is beautiful. And a lot of people, you know, aren't really, you know, they care less about studio fish than live fish, but that's a recording that I think is really, really strong. You said, quote, 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. Never trust anyone who doesn't like Led Zeppelin, unquote. So, what's your favorite Led Zeppelin song? Oh, honey, the rover. <laughs> it's got to be the rover. Very good choice. Yeah, I mean, you know, talk about it's difficult, difficult one to answer, but man, that's, that's got to be the one. Let's sneak in one more. What's the symbolism on your 12-inch vinyl having a blue, red, and yellow quad design? Looking cool as all hell. It's time for one big question with Karina Reichman beyond the mic. Her latest release is Joyride. What's the one thing you want to achieve in your musical future? And what do you consider success? The only thing that I care about at all in all of this is to be able to keep doing it. That's all that matters to me. I'm like a gambler that just wants to stay at the table. I have no lofty goals or ambitions in terms of tickets sold, records sold, you know, it's all a series of false peaks anyway. So to me, the only thing that I want is to be able to keep doing it. And that's what matters most to me. She has to have her espresso machine, had a perfect English SAT, but don't ask her about the math. <laughs> she wants you to try Oysters Reichman. Karina Reichman, best of luck with Joyland Tour. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so very much for having me. I really appreciate it. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut. Shortcut.